I have experienced the worst bad days, and I have experienced some perhaps more benign bad days. And I will say, no matter the depth of the bad day, no matter the scale, 10 out of 10, or however you want to rate your bad day, I still find that when I notice the relief on a bad day, it gives me that perspective. It allows me to play the role of the parent, not the role of the inner child. Hello, hi, I'm Erin Vandeven. Thanks for joining me today. This is Medium Lady Talks. This podcast is about figuring out the medium effort way to get the most out of life today. I hope the things I unpack here can role model and invite you to sort out your own ways to live life in the present. This is a show about experimenting to get closer to what matters most. I'm glad you're here, so let's settle in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks, episode 43. My name is Erin, I'm your host, and today I'm going to talk about parenting yourself through a bad day. Uh, Sometime last year, I did an episode on parenting on a bad day, and I gave some tips on how to just survive the bad day, maybe with your faculties and your mood a little bit more intact, your your emotional well-being a little bit more intact on a bad day. Um, and it's one of my favorite episodes, honestly. It feels like a really authentic piece of advice that I've always, you know, wanted to be the cornerstone of Medium Lady Talks is me sharing my own experience and the advice that I would actually give myself on a bad day, parenting on a bad day. And I was revisiting this episode and I couldn't help but feel that a lot of the tips in that episode also pertain to parenting yourself through a bad day. And sometimes the source of our bad day is not about necessarily being a parent. It's not about um, the challenges of, you know, being around kids, caring for kids, keeping kids alive, and how challenging and difficult that can be. Sometimes the difficultness, the difficulties that we're all in facing have nothing to do with being a parent. But what we have to do is care for ourselves, care for ourselves in a way that sort of splits us into our parent self and our child self. Self-parenting is a concept that I'm not really very familiar with, but I have seen a number of people in the mental health wellness space starting to talk about parenting yourself. And I really think that this is also about unlearning some of the messages that we receive from our parents, either consciously or subconsciously as we're children, and how those messages from our parents inform our coping strategies as adults. Parenting yourself can be an empowering way to rewrite the narrative of how one might cope when things aren't going well by reparenting yourself, um, by re-messaging those cognitive messages that we pick up as kids. And this is not in any means meant to duplicate something that would be, you know, therapeutic or delivered in a level of therapy that would be, you know, conducted by a healthcare professional. But it's definitely my own musings on my own advice to myself, similar to my advice that I gave myself about parenting on a bad day. This is this is a summary of that advice. And I hope that if you've had a bad day recently or you're finding yourself through a string of bad days or weeks or months, I want you to know that you're not alone. And I want you to know that I'm here with you. 
I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you tuning in to listen. I'm so glad that we get to spend this time together one-on-one. It's really become apparent to me recently what a gift having a podcast has been in my life. And in part, that is because of the really intimate nature of a podcast episode. It's my voice and your earbuds or myself and a guest if that happens to be the case. But I really appreciate your attention through this episode. I want to be of service to you and I want to also build an authentic space for myself and for us together one-on-one to build connection and to feel that we are there for one another because that is the truth. I, I really am here for you. And I want you to feel that through this episode. We all really find ourselves having bad days now and then, and then, and then, and then. A useful strategy, you know, as I've said before, is to think about how to self-parent yourself. You're going to parent yourself from discomfort to comfort on a bad day. And I'm going to talk about six or so steps to make your way through that. And and I'm going to start at the beginning. The first thing on a bad day is to know yourself is to take a step back and really think about who you are and what you need. And I want you to think about that as objectively as possible. I want you to think about that without the facade of selfishness or narcissism or being too self-involved. I want you to honestly take a step back, look at yourself as if you were a kid and say, hey, I know you. I know what you like. I know what you don't like. I know what makes you feel good, and I know what makes you feel bad. The same way, you know, my kids, they just went back to school recently, and of course, we we get all of these well-meaning assignments from the teachers, which is, you know, a million words or less, tell us about your kid. And it's all of these very well-meaning questions, but a lot of them do come down to knowing your kids. And I want you to imagine conducting that exercise for yourself on a bad day. I want you to imagine filling out this form from a teacher for your inner child. What do you like? What do you dislike? What makes you feel good and what makes you feel bad? What makes you laugh? What makes you cry? What things do you celebrate? What things bring you comfort? What things have been really hard lately? Do an internal stock of who you are. And now I want you to think about all of the things that are going to fill your bucket on a bad day. What's going to trigger you today? What might give you a small moment of peace? Consider all possibilities and really think about this as a fill-in-the-blank kind of exercise. Allow yourself to move through a bad day considering this exercise because the more you move through thinking about yourself objectively, the easier it will be to parent your inner child. If you don't think about yourself objectively and you move through a bad day from a sense of subconscious response, you don't leave any space for yourself to calibrate um, whatever is happening in your bad day, then you're going to have a hard time getting to that parenting moment. You're going to have a hard time navigating your way to the self-comfort part of of this bad day. The second step of making your way through a bad day or parenting yourself through a bad day is to also know your day. You know, where are you on an emotional scale of one to meltdown? And what is going on in your day that is non-negotiable? What is going on in your day that is negotiable? 
What might be waiting in your inbox that might be harboring doom and gloom? What have you been avoiding? What have you been using to procrastinate? Um, What demands will be placed on your time? What interruptions can you anticipate? How is your social media feed driving this day's momentum? Are you doom scrolling or are you going too far down the rabbit hole on Twitter? Where does the day need you to show up as the grown-up? And where instead do you find yourself showing up as your inner child? If you take stock of your day on a bad day, and take stock, I mean, the objective things that are going to happen. And for me, this might look like, I know I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to get my kids out the door. Um, That's always challenging to get two school-aged kids out the door. I'm going to have to catch a train. There's always a little bit of tension around catching that train. I'm going to have to be around other people. I'm going to have to navigate crowds. I'm going to have to walk and be physically active as I commute. Then I'm going to have to get to my office. I'm going to have to open up my inbox. I'm going to have to answer some messages. I'm going to have to be accountable and responsible for things. I'm probably going to have to put on a happier face than I feel like putting on. And there may be moments of that entire day that will either exacerbate or cause overwhelm for my inner child. Thinking about your day proactively will allow you to move through the next steps with a sense of awareness, not only about who you are and what makes you tick on a bad day, but also the moments of your day that are going to serve as milestones or posts for you to, you know, gently navigate through um, so that you're not seeing your bad day necessarily as never ending and that you know that you're going to make your way through these milestones um, and you know you can anticipate where those challenges might be happening. The next thing you're going to do to parent yourself on a bad day is to lower the bar. I want you to imagine your day as a play on a stage. I want you to think of the costumes, the props, and the actors. I want you to imagine two of you. I want you to imagine the self-parent and the self-child the inner child. Find a way to make the scene of your day a bit easier between those two players. You know, and sometimes this exercise requires a bit of imagination and just tapping into your imagination can allow you a moment of respite from your bad day. For me, I usually imagine something like the self-parent giving the inner child a manicure and then feeding the rest of the cast hot dogs for dinner. You know, you're going to imagine your day and just figure out the ways to lower the bar in terms of intensity and the ways to take the scene a little bit less seriously. When you imagine your day as a play on a stage, I also want you to then telescope out. Telescope out a week, telescope yourself out a month or a year away from this bad day, and I want you to imagine your bad day in the context of a year from now or two years from now or 10 years from now and allow yourself to feel the perspective of this bad day. Now listen, that may be, depending on what you're going through, still very heavy. You may be going through something that is still going to feel really terrible 10 years from now, but time is going to pass regardless of whether you consider today in that context or not. And it can be very soothing to imagine that even on a very bad day, 
it won't last forever, meaning eventually the day will end. And that might lead to another bad day and another bad day and a bad week or a bad month. But regardless of the fact, time will pass. Time will pass. And I want you to imagine that as you lower the bar, imagine yourself on a stage in a play and then telescope out a week, a month, a year, and imagine your context for that play 10 years from now. So we've talked about knowing yourself, knowing your inner child. We've talked about taking a look at your day and thinking about the real moments that are going to be hard or that are going to be signals of the day moving along. And we've talked about lowering the bar and telescoping out and imagining this bad day in the context of time passing. The next thing we're going to do is to practice short bursts of self-compassion. And this is featured in that parenting episode, and I'm bringing it right back. I want you to repeat after me. It's a bad day, and I'm doing okay. It's a bad day, and I'm doing okay. Now partner those words with something active and physical. I want you to jump, hop, pace, tap, shake, or wiggle. Do it as long as you can stand doing it, which will probably be, if you're me, less than 30 seconds. You just say, it's a bad day and I'm doing okay. You're parenting yourself. You're trying to soothe your inner child with physical contact and an active expression of feelings. Don't censor anything. Don't censor what feels right in your body. Don't censor what comes out of your mouth. Do this without judgment or denial of what feels right in the moment. You're probably going to want some privacy. But I imagine this, and I've done this with my own kids when they're having a bad day. As I say, I hear what you're feeling. Let's just repeat your feelings and let's move or let's dance or let's growl and grr. Let's pretend to cry really, really big or let's clap our hands together. And this encouragement of expression with my kids has also been effective with myself because what I might normally do on a really bad day is to just put my head down and power through, deny my feelings deny the sensations in my body, make my way through, put on a happy face through hours of Zoom meetings, and emerge from the bad day actually worse off. Because what I've been doing is treating my body as if it's not going through something that it is going through. Allowing that burst of self-compassion by acknowledging what's really going on and allowing my body to express how it's feeling gives me 30 seconds of alignment between my insides and my outsides. After you practice this short burst of self-compassion, and you can do that as many times as you need to during the day, you know, take yourself to the bathroom, close the door, hop on one foot and say, it's a bad day, but I'm doing okay. It's a bad day and I'm doing okay. Notice relief is the next step. Notice those brief moments where things click back into place. And if you've been listening to Medium Lady for a while, you know I talk a lot about mindful fun. And this isn't quite mindful fun on a bad day, but it is mindful and it is about the senses. Did your partner finally walk in the door? Did your baby finally go down for a nap? Is your coffee hot? Did someone write you a thank you email? Notice with a brief pause what might be going right on your bad day. What might be feeling good on your bad day? What might be feeling nice or aligned on your bad day? 
You got a tiny bit of relief in your bad day. Notice the spark like a striker hitting the flint. There's no fire to warm up a bad day, but self-parenting through the turmoil requires acknowledging the mercy of these small joys when times are really tough. Again, I want to acknowledge that I'm going to let you tell yourself what the definition of a bad day is, and I'm going to acknowledge that after we've all made our way through a global pandemic, that definition might be wide and deep, as your experiences are also wide and deep. I have experienced the worst bad days, and I have experienced some perhaps more benign bad days. And I will say, no matter the depth of the bad day, no matter the scale, 10 out of 10, or however you want to rate your bad day, I still find that when I notice the relief on a bad day, it gives me that perspective. It allows me to play the role of the parent, not the role of the inner child. It allows me to acknowledge that life brings, even on a bad day, a multitude of sensations. And that the beauty of living through a bad day is often about experiencing both sides of the coin. And when you create space for that on a bad day, it becomes more about your human lived experience and less about the turmoil of your personal suffering. The last thing to do on a bad day is to acknowledge that bad days end. Please don't forget this. Please, please don't forget this. And if I have a message for myself, if I'm speaking gently to my own inner child, I want to remind you that the bad days do end. One bad day doesn't mean it's going to be a bad week or a bad month. But if you are stuck in a bad week or a bad month or a bad year, I hear you. I've had them too. If your self-parent can remind your inner child that this day will end, then you allow hopefulness and curiosity to overtake your despair and your apathy on a bad day. Your self-parent might need help, might crave connection, might be nourished by community. Pay attention to what your parent needs to believe in what it's telling the inner child. Some days you wake up and you just know, you just know it's going to be a bad day. As a person who navigates my own mental health and has been doing so on a very active journey for the last three years, some of which I've shared here on Medium Lady, I have become finely attuned to a bad day. I have become finely attuned to a bad mental health day. And I have also become attuned to a bad day that is really related to our cultural context, a bad day that is related to interpersonal struggle, a bad day that is related to a complex work climate, and a bad day that is related to parenting or other family relationships. All of those bad days qualify, and all of those bad days may exist on one frequency or another. I really want you to know that whatever kind of bad day you're having, you aren't alone. You really have to trust me, you're not alone. If I could go back and talk to my own self on those bad days, I would remind myself that I'm not alone. And what I've learned as I continue to navigate my own bad days is that the fastest way to self-compassion and comfort of my inner child is to remind her that she isn't alone, to wrap my arms around her, to give her comfort, and to say, I see you, I hear you, we're not alone. Remember, on a bad day, start by knowing yourself. Think about your bucket. Think about what's going to take things from it and what's going to fill it up. 
You're the only one who's going to know that best. You're the only one who's going to know your comforts and your triggers better than anybody else. Turn inwards, turn inside for comfort, and then turn outside. Turn outside and say to your partner, to your kids, to your boss, to your colleagues, to your family, to your neighbors, to your community, say, listen, this is who I am. This is what I'm experiencing and this is what I need. Don't forget that you deserve care. You deserve care and love and affection. Whether you're having a good day and you're feeling your best or you're having a bad day and you're feeling your worst. That's a message I often forget for myself. It often feels like the good times are really good and and the good times are evidence that I'm doing okay and the bad times are evidence that I'm not doing okay which is why I really recommend that mantra of it's a bad day and I'm doing okay because I want to remind myself that even on the bad days I'm still a good person even on the bad days I'm still worthy I still have value I'm still lovable even on the bad days I deserve comfort and I deserve care and I can give those to myself as I move through these self-parenting activities. So once more, I want to remind you to move through some steps on a bad day. Know yourself. Know your day. Lower the bar and telescope out. Imagine this bad day in a month, in a year, in 10 years. Practice short bursts of self-compassion. Actively express your feelings by moving around. Notice relief. Pay attention and acknowledge the small joys no matter how brief and fleeting. And finally, remind yourself and your inner child that bad days end. I hope this helped you. I hope that wherever you are, you're not experiencing a bad day. And if you are, please make sure to reach out and connect with someone. And if you want to connect with me, I'm here. You can find me on Instagram at medium.lady. You can connect with this post by finding the pink tile on my feed. And I hope that if this podcast resonates with you, or you can think of somebody who might need to hear it, that you share it with them. But perhaps if you're not comfortable sharing this episode, instead, I hope you would go ahead and give it a rating and review wherever you happen to be listening. Until next time, I'm Erin. This has been episode 43 of Medium Lady Talks, and I will see you again soon. Bye.